It's Sophia Franklin. You are listening to Sophia with an F. And the F is for phenomenal. (laughs) This podcast is rated F. He says to himself, he's like, I wasn't angry. I wasn't confused. He was turned on. He was like, I was impressed. I was like, yeah, girl, I was a dancer. If there's one thing I know how to do, it's how to point my foot and get it to where it needs to go. And it was your chest. Skims, what can I tell ya? It really is just that good. I can't fight it. I can't deny it. All I can do is hop on board and share with the people I love, aka my family and you guys, the perfection that is Skims. Like Kim K just knows her shit and she's really proved it with Skims. Every single item I have tried has been the best I've ever tried in that category. Like whether it's underwear, loungewear, their famous t-shirt bras, Kimberly Kardashian, she just knows clothes, especially when it comes to the basics. My Skims cotton jersey t-shirt. Probably the most worn item of clothing from my closet right now. The fit is insane. It snatches me right at the waist. And I mean, I've washed this thing over a hundred times, but the stretch and the shape, it still stays. I have it in the color Kyanite, which is this kind of earthy blue toned color but really I need it in every goddamn color because it is a staple in my wardrobe. I can lounge in it, which I do all the fucking time, wear it to a recording, or I could pair it with a baggy pant and heels and a little purse and look like the cutest thing ever for a night out. So you guys, shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select my show in the drop-down menu that follows. It means a lot to me and helps me so much. And with that, love you, Sloots. Hi, party people. Welcome to the show, Sophia with an F. If you haven't already, subscribe. I am joined with, by, with, I'm joined by, is it with or by? With? I think (laughs) with? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This is Emily Moreno, by the way. Emily with an E or Emily Bioni. Honestly, I don't know grammar that well, so okay. you can go with well, it anyway. Neither of us do, so we're yeah, fucked. So we're you good. Know we're good. People are not tuning in to listen to like the grammar, please. They right. are tuning in because of how hot we are. Let's be real. Let's, let's keep it a whole buck. Let's keep it a whole buck. <laughs> You're like, don't um loop me into that group. Emily with an E, so it's E-M-E-L-Y. That's how yes. you spell it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
was Sophia with an F a little bit of inspo? Was you know what? <laughs> like I didn't know For the purposes who you were. of the podcast. It absolutely was. Um, it was just she's everything to me. When I was a little girl, I was like, I want to be Sophia with an Thank F. You. That's what that's I figured. The, yeah, that's what just, I figured. It was as exactly much. like that. It was fully Sophia with an F inspo. So, but really, you just like because it's spelled with an E. I've never seen that spelling. So legally, my name was E M E L Y, and then they had to change it. So I've had different variations of Emily, but it, my whole family uses E-M-E-L-Y. I didn't realize when I did the tag I'm at Emily with the knee, they were going to think my last name was Withani. So okay. even when I tell people, oh, it's Emily with the knee, they'll be like, well, what is, it doesn't, how else do you spell Emily? Okay, I literally, I was talking about you to the girl who was doing my makeup. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to record with Emily with an E. And she was like, well, how else do you fucking spell Emily? And yeah. I said, E-M-E-L-Y. Yeah, and usually it's, I didn't think it was going to be as confusing as, as it actually is. And they're like, so does it start with an F? Is it like a silent E? And I'm like, girl, it's an E in the middle. This is actually a fun fact. My middle name is Vanina, which is a very mm. Spanish name. Okay. And it's spelled V-A-N-I-N-A. And I'm like, A, Sophia rhymes with Vanina. Right. And then my last name was Franco. And then my mom got married. So okay. my name was Sophia Vanina Franco Franklin. And I was like, You're, no, this is not fucking <laughs> she happening. She like the devil situation going on. That's so funny. It was crazy shit. And then I was like, Vanina, no one in my class, mm-hmm. everyone is calling me vagina. It's one <laughs> letter away from how you spell vagina. So I added an extra N. Okay, so that makes sense. Because when you were spelling it, I was like trying to, because I'm a visual person. I was trying to put it in my head. The only thing that was coming up was like, it's vagina. vagina. And I was like, I'm not going to be disrespectful. It's your <laughs> podcast. But I'm glad you said it. Because I was like, okay, it makes sense. Adding the addition was a good addition. It was a good addition. That's because so I was like, this is fucking crazy shit. Like my mom's trying to just like fuck me over like from the womb like this is messed up but i am so excited to have you here let's jump into mean girls okay so you filmed the new rendition of mean girls Mm -hmm. and you started off as like an influencer posting videos yeah how did you like transition into movies and film doing the content that that whole idea of things was okay fine i like to do this it's fun because i've been an avid internet person for years now like started when youtube was just blowing up when the subscriber box is on the right like that's what i was like i'm gonna try to do this like fred was blowing up whatever okay, wait i actually want to talk about that so how old were you when you started posting oh i was like nine. Oh, and it was not did your there was no production. they did know 110 oh, okay. because they gave me like a test run like all right what are you trying to do and at that point i was really into like stop motion animation so i made like clay people so weird it was yeah it was so weird of just like that thank god nobody could find those videos but then i was like oh so i love to sing and dance so i'm gonna do that as on there as well and at that point i was in dance so i was posting stuff like that and they were like super encouraging i was like yeah do it go for it um Obviously, it wasn't a production like this. It was on a Dell computer with a <laughs> webcam, so that shit looked like it was filmed on a like potato. Like after your parents literally, went to bed. I, literally. So I was like, my video. I think the highest video I ever got was like 5K, and I was like, I am the girl. I am the moment, and nobody Famous. can fuck with me. Yeah, like I was like, this is. I made it at 10 years old. Um, so I tried to do that, but obviously like that didn't blow up. And then when TikTok happened, I didn't want to get on there because I was like, everybody's just like renegading up the ass in there. Like, I don't want to, I felt like I was just like, am I too old for this? I thought it was like only 12 year olds. Baby girl, if you're too old, then I need to get off TikTok No, but what, at TikTok at first it was musically. So it was like the mm. do, 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 And I was like, I'm not trying to do all that. Like I had my little cringy phase on the internet. Um, not trying to like get back at to it. But yeah, I did that. 
and then created the videos. And I think my first video went like super, didn't even go that viral. It was like 50K. And at that point for me, I was like, oh my God. Which like, I mean, that's like a yeah, big that's, chunk of people. For the first video, yeah. it's like absolutely insane. So then I did the story time and it just grew bigger and bigger and bigger. And it changed the trajectory for like the next four years of my life. Wow. And it blew up crazy. And then I was like, you know what? I'm trained in dance. I can say I can do all these other things that I'm trained to do. Um, this was just more so of like sharing my personality and they're eating it up. I, and I was like, so, OK, keep it going. Keep it going. So for the two years that I first started, I was posting a story time every single day, like every single stop. day. Yeah, I, I was so much of my life is on the Internet. OK, that it's like how? too much. But how would you do that? Because I get shit on every single day by my team like you don't post what the fuck are you doing mm -hmm. yeah it's just it doesn't come naturally to me but i want it to mm -hmm. you know it was i think too just because i loved the internet so much i had so much to say and mm -hmm. i was so excited that now people were finally listening yeah and i've journaled every day of my life since i was like eight to now oh to now. Yeah. okay so they're like hey, she's lying about all these stories if i don't have a story i just go back into my journal oh i and love like, that yeah I, I don't know why i did it but it ended up working out but yeah You're so a, you were a mental health queen since the womb honestly i was just so self-involved to myself that i was like i'm just gonna write a book about my life and but this is gonna be my book and I, it's like okay i guess yeah sure i also love that you're like people are like okay that's not true and you're like i'm gonna do a dramatic reading of my diary entry from three <laughs> years ago it's absolutely looking back at like the stuff that when i wrote when i was 11 even the handwriting of it and i'm like this is so janky girl like <laughs> what were you thinking i i for real thought i was writing like a full-on novel uh -huh. not knowing that in the end it would ultimately help because that's where for the two years i was able to get those stories also i was telling stories in live time so if something were to happen to me and I'm angry off clip right the then and there so like oh, if yeah. you're like in a fight you're like hold on I need to like hold on I'm gonna record this <laughs> one second because now I'm building something and people have they want to listen to me so yeah no it was either that like I'd get into a fight with whether it was my boyfriend or my friend or which is not healthy in any way shape or form to then automatically go to the internet and be like guess what the fuck happened to me but also not healthy but but also a bag. Look at where you like, are. Like, that's what bag. I'm saying. Like, be so for real. So mm -hmm. I was like, although I don't do it, I don't do that exactly like that anymore. I'm still like, just take I'd do it again. Internet. I would do it again. <laughs> I would do it again so quick. Like, I'm sorry. My friends are like, you can't tell the internet this. I'm like, but why? But I, why? I love that and respect that so much in a person because that means you have to be confident as shit. You're like, I don't mm. care how people are gonna like take this in or yeah. how they're gonna feel about it like do you have that level of confidence where you, when you put something out you're like i don't give a fuck how people yeah. feel about it because i think too with making content so young that i got shit on so bad <laughs> so bad from like people even when people found my videos like in school and like they would make fun of it or people random people on the internet from like minnesota being like this little fat 10 year old like <laughs> So at a point I was like, I can't allow you to dictate how I feel about myself. Like okay. that's just not, then I'm giving you permission or access to me that you don't deserve. I, so if I want to post this and if you think it's crazy, that's fine. I'm crazy. That's, that's bad. That is what it is. That's like, such a badass mentality to have. That's what I'm going to do with my kids. 
Yeah. Like when I have kids, I'm just going to make them put all their shit online and they're going to have such. <laughs> they're gonna, and I'm going to create fake accounts and right. like write evil shit 100%. on their posts. It really helps. You know, it you really know, helps. And they're going to have the thickest skin ever and they're going to fucking dominate. 110%. Like, you know what I mean? I think if it wasn't for those random people in like Minnesota, like Texas, being like, you're so fat and disgusting, I, I don't know who I would be today. Because at shout a point, it's like, out. shout out to all of shout those people. Minnesota Shout and out. all the fucking haters. Oh, you haters, like you genuinely did it. No, it was honestly at a point I was like, I can't keep trying to find validation for you guys. You're right. never going to be happy. Yeah. So I can only find validation within myself. I think that's incredible. And you're only 24. So like if you mm-hmm. have like, you're going to be fucking bulletproof by the time yeah. you're 30. Girl. Oh, you're not going to give a shit Girl. what anyone says, any comment. Especially within this industry, I find like words, obviously words hold weight. But at a point, I'm so desensitized by like the stuff that's happened. And I'm just like, I don't care. I really don't care. I'm here to do this the way that I know how to do it. And obviously, it's worked out in my favor. Yeah, so. It has worked out. Fifty high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Hi, this is Amy Poehler here to tell you about a new improvised show from Paper Kite Podcasts, the team that brought you Say More with Dr. Sheila. Check out our new parody podcast, Women Talking About Murder. It's a show about women talking about murder every episode features special guests twists turns and the mystery of a missing co-host available on the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts that should be a lesson to anyone Mm -hmm wanting to start like a platform because now that's that's like an actual job is being Mm -hmm. a content creator and I always people always write in like do you have advice like for starting out Mm. my advice is always post a ton of content yeah do you think that had to do with some of your success is like the consistent constant posting yeah I also think just to your point of posting any and everything. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't know what was going to click. I didn't come into the situation being like, I'm going to be a story time teller and that's what I'm going to be known for. Like, that wasn't how it worked out. It just so happened that I do like sharing stories. I Even just casually amongst, like, my friends and stuff. That's I'm always talking, like, oh, this happened to me the other day, whatever. But having to figure out 
how to navigate and find letting your niche kind of find you yeah you can't do that without you just posting anything and everything right so it's it's trial and error really that's really good advice is like posting shit that's true to you mm-hmm. and then that niche and like those people will find you and your content 110 and those are the people that will ride for you because then then they expect something from you like we want to hear more about it and they can kind of navigate your way into building an audience of just there you very much just have to listen to them yeah and I know in the beginning of it they're like we love this this was really funny this part was really funny I was like okay they like the stories yes because the stories are crazy but more so they like the way I'm telling the stories and the personality that comes through with it Mm -hmm. so that is what needs to be at the forefront but I wouldn't have known that if I didn't have an like that navigating way of even small amount of people I'm not saying now that it's like over five million people great awesome but at a point there was only ten thousand people yeah yeah. And even listening to them and being like, we love this is what was able to get me to there. Right. That's like a tricky thing, I feel like, because you have to be able to look at comments and likes mm-hmm. and you have to look at that information from a not it's not bias isn't the word, but like from a standpoint where you can kind of filter through okay who's just being a hater right and who should i actually listen to their feedback and you can only listen to the feedback from people you know that are actual fans and like you yeah because i think there was like a moment in time where i would hang on to all the rude shit it's hard not to though it is it is imagine getting hundreds and hundreds of people telling you that like oh i don't have to imagine baby girl i was right that's what i I mean you got personal experience of it like i remember that whole era of like oh my god yeah and i'm sure even now people will still like have their own opinions about you totally it's just it's so daunting to see like so many random people have an opinion about something that happened to you in your personal life even though they may may not know the full entire story of it and which is the craziest part yeah well and that's the thing is you start if it's like a significant amount of people you start to believe it about yourself and you have to sit there and think these people have no idea who I am. Mm-hmm. They have no idea like what actually happened, what was said. Right. So why the fuck do we care? But but it's hard to just like ignore it. To me, it's almost funny. I'm just like, oh, you really thought you ate. Like that's so crazy <laughs> that it's like you genuinely thought you ate there. And yeah. it's like, okay, because again, with every single hate comment, there'll be so much love mm-hmm. on the opposite end of it that I'm like, again, I can't, you think I'm a shit ass person? You've never met me a day in my life. And yeah. you've never seen me be the shit ass person that you're claiming that I can be. So yeah. if you may think that that's your perception, your perception is your reality, it's not mine. It's your reality and it's also false by right. your and reality it's like isn't false, real. But your reality isn't real and that's <laughs> totally fine. I have no idea who you are. Clearly, you know, as long as they're leaving a comment, I'm like, that's I made you feel something. And right. that is why I'm right. getting a bag because you're engaging with my content. Exactly. If my content makes you react in any way, shape or form, that's exactly what it was meant to do. And I'm so glad that you could be a part of this journey. Facts. Like point blank period go ahead call me say my eyebrows are twisted that's fine now listen to <laughs> Not it I get, they get, oh my god they eat me up on my eyebrows all the time i'm like girl my face is lopsided <laughs> i'm like i i'm acknowledged about myself so it's fine it's okay like even the dms people will send me bibles about how much that's they hate crazy. me like, I'm like that's crazy that's crazy when people do that because i'm like oh you're invested in yeah i'm like oh my god you love me i'm like i literally <laughs> like you love me so much this is absolutely like bibles just wishing me death of like as if i did something personal to them and I i'm like i love that to lulu like yeah and you have to have that where you mm-hmm. read it and you're like 
So they're kind of into it because right. they did take time they, they, out to And like they look this. into my deep life and I'm like, oh my God, I'm honored and blessed. Obsessed. I'm like, thank you so much. I, you have spent so much time on me and I appreciate it mm -hmm. always, whatever you, that looks like. Do you respond to people? Oh, no. No. I don't, unless it's like something that I can turn it to be funny. Like, I think I did something recently where like some guy was like, oh, she's not even that fine to be talking like that. And then yeah. I look at their page and it's like, the follow back is crazy. Like, you're oh. following me. And mm -hmm. then I look into my DMs and they're like, you're so fine. Like, let me take you out on a date. And I'm like, but that that's crazy. That's no. crazy. You're crazy. The DMs where it's like, 20 dms saying you're so hot you're mm -hmm. so gorgeous sit on my face literally and then the last five the recent ones are like die bitch yeah that's a crazy like to see it fucking just go from zero to a hundred like that 100%. those people kind of scare me no they're psychos that i'm like okay i don't know what that's why i'm like go and a lot of times people leave hate comments just because they want like the, the attention yeah so it's like i'm not even gonna feed into it unless i can make this funnier than what yeah. it already is and repurpose it uh -huh. yeah exactly totally. you posted your boyfriend publicly mm -hmm. and that was recently that you did that because you yeah. kind of kept him private yeah I, he wasn't allowed on the socials okay so <laughs> i will never allow a boyfriend on the socials but yeah. i also like dealt with a mm -hmm. very public thing so i'm scared of it but yeah it makes sense what made you decide to do that do you regret it or are you happy about it i don't regret it because i think i got to a point where i was like okay in the beginning I didn't really want to share. I know that I decided to do this, so I'm not going to add anybody else into this. And I also didn't want other people to have an opinion about relationships that they don't know. Um, yeah. But it got to a point where I was just like, all these stories I have, but it's even funnier to have the person that actually experienced it with me uh -huh. to be like, yeah, she was there and she was bugging the hell out. And <laughs> I don't regret it because it's like, well, I mean, people see us together all the time if like we're out casually or whatever but it's just kind of like yeah that's my man's and he's been my man's for the past eight years and there's a reason i'm not like eight years is crazy yeah we met in high school so it was it's been a minute but again because of that there's so many stories now that he can also validate because i get a big thing it's like she's lying about it like no way <laughs> and i'm like okay well now you can come and tell yeah. your side of it yeah and you're like see, babe tell him tell him i'm crazy <laughs> tell them i'm crazy <laughs> tell, tell them what i did to you but yeah no i don't i definitely don't regret it but it's not like i'm gonna be like a relationship channel because yeah. that's not my that's not my gig that's not your vibe mm -hmm. and i know that because the tiktok that you posted i was screaming is when you talk about how you were at the club with your boyfriend and he was like talking to a girl or a girl went up to him or something and you kicked him in the chest yeah which listen <laughs> listen i have done some shit in relationships I regret. I, this was actually not, this was like a couple years ago. I had an Amazon box. The guy I was dating at the time, we were broken up and got back together. Mm -hmm. And this girl texted him mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, pull it up. Cause I was like laying right mm -hmm. next to him. And there was no prior text messages, but it was so clearly like, it wasn't a hello. It was like, it was like a part talking. of a conversation. So I'm like, okay, okay, so you deleted the conversation that you mm -hmm. guys were having. So I grabbed an Amazon box and I chucked it as hard as I could at his head. He dodged it, which is like very annoying. Sometimes, <laughs> but like sometimes like you ha just have to do shit like that. Sometimes it's just, 
love will make you do crazy things. Like, like that's what I'm. Everybody was like, different. "Oh my god, you heard him!" And I said, like, "This 200 pants of man, thank you. Leave him alone. He's totally fine. He's fine. He's, fine. he's living. He's breathing. Yeah. He survived. This doesn't. But, it's like a little scratch. They're fine. Yeah. And also, I that period of my life was when I was actively like something would happen story would be up the next day um <laughs> so the way that i like i was still in that like moment of anger and everything mm. but like yeah i kicked him in his chest and honestly we laugh about it like <laughs> it, it was funny he he says it himself he's like out of everything when you first did it i looked up and i wasn't angry i wasn't confused he was I turned was, on I he bet. was like i was impressed i didn't think that you could i was like yeah girl i was a dancer if there's one thing i know how to do it's how to point my foot and get it to where it needs to go <laughs> and it was your chest and i was like and I, that was in the middle of a packed club like and Did I'll do you it get again. kicked out or no? I didn't get kicked out, but... Was a girl hitting on him or, like, he was talking no. a bitch? So, okay, Me T. calling her a bitch, <laughs> like, not knowing anything. <laughs> T, so, okay, at that point, we, like, kind of were on, like, a break or whatever. And it was... He, I also missed this part of the story. It was his birthday party celebration thing. No excuse. Right, and I, he was like, it was my birthday. I said, I don't care. It could have been Christmas. I still would have done it. Like, it could have been... I don't. I don't care. Um, and yeah, I just love makes you do some crazy things. I never thought, I mean, actually, let me, let me not cap here. <laughs> I knew that that was well within me to do something like that. Yeah. And yeah, I just saw him, him dancing with like somebody else. And I was like, mm, I don't like it. I don't like I it. Don't and like this it. is how my body naturally, there wasn't any, like a moment that I didn't like, think. Like, maybe I shouldn't do that. Honestly, there was a, it was just like, oh, this is going to happen. Okay. This is how I feel. Boom. It happened. And that's the thing. I'm. There was alcohol involved, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. I was drinking Hennessy Red Bull. Okay. And so Hennessy Red like, Bull. Let's yeah, get... I, don't, I was on a thousand. Let's... I don't know what I was on. <laughs> like, I was wearing a cat suit. Like, I was uh, I was living my best life, honestly. The, the fact that... Because I used to do anything Red Bull. Mm -hmm. Vodka Red Bull. Like, yeah. whiskey Red Bull. Like, I didn't give a shit. It was mm -hmm. always a Red Bull, though. Yeah. That's, like, a crazy mix. It, I like, I would not do that now. I Would still you? do it. Yeah, I still do it. I'm not going to lie. But I, it's not my go-to drink anymore. Because when they tell you Red Bull gives you wings, it gives you wings and people get kicked in the chest. Like, I, I'm not, like, it really, I was flying through that club. Like, it was not okay. But I definitely, like, Red Bull to me, I'm such a, I love Red Bull. I love Red Bull. Okay. With everything in, but I'm just like, I can't. I get, I have too much energy naturally. Yeah. That it's just like, I'm bouncing off the walls. I think it's a little bit of a recipe for disaster. Mm -hmm. It kind of reminds me of like when I used to take Adderall and I wouldn't eat and then I would drink. So it's like, I wouldn't remember, but I would be awake because <laughs> I took an Adderall right. and I would just act like a like sociopath. Like I need that numbing yeah. kind of put me to sleep thing that alcohol will do now yeah. so that I don't act crazy, you know? Oh no. Also drinking in moderation, that's like another thing. Like I'll try to learn how to do that in 2024 for sure. I thought you were gonna be like, cause you know, I've learned how to drink in moderation. I am not that, if I'm <laughs> out, I'm like, I'm out and I'm out on the streets. I'm here to have fun. I'm here to have a good time. Like, I mean, not to get messy, but mm -hmm. sometimes, I mean, it happens. Yeah. I can't, can't say that I haven't had my nights where I'm like, oof, maybe we shouldn't have ordered another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that I'm, older i have it under control but that was like very that was like a recent thing for sure really? but now i can do it like a responsible adult look you've had a long day your boss is annoying you your boyfriend is accusing you of something you didn't even do and your sibling is asking you for money that's like an everyday thing for me 
While I don't have all the answers, I do know that we have the power to change any situation we're in in a flash, in a snap. We can turn it into a celebration and a little glass of wine is just the thing to turn your day around sometimes. But of course, you just realized you ran out of everything. Luckily for you, our friends over at DoorDash have you covered. If you're in the mood to treat yourself or just want to make sure you are always hostess with the mostest ready, DoorDash is your go-to without you having to move from your couch. And it's convenient. Do you know how heavy a handle of tequila is? How about five of them? Exactly. Plus, the alcohol selection at DoorDash is top-notch. You will find what you're looking for. Beer, wine, mixers, and even mocktails for the non-alcoholic girlies can be delivered straight to your door. So get your drinks in hand without lifting a finger with DoorDash. And use code SOFIA24 to get 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more on drinks through DoorDash. For eligible users only, terms apply, must be 21 plus to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Can you feel it, Sleuths? The days are getting warmer and spring has officially sprung, which means spring break is here. Which, for the older folk, that basically means people are going outside, they're staying outside, and they are staying out way longer. But the thing is, who wants to deal with those post-party struggles? I know I don't. I mean, I quite literally and physically can't at this stage in my life. And that's where my spring break essential comes in, which is Taste Salud. Say goodbye to the Sunday Scaries with Taste Salud's hydrating drink mixes. Listen, I started my spring break a little bit early last weekend when my best friend Allie came to town and we had a night or two on the town and how I felt honestly come Monday morning was better than any spring break party you can imagine. And that is a rare occurrence for me and has only started happening since I've started drinking Taysalud religiously. Because unlike those big name brands we all know, Salud knocks it out of the park with their one-of-a-kind flavors. I'm drinking one right now. And no, it's not because I plan on drinking any kind of alcohol, but just because I'm trying to get hydrated and energized. I'm obviously drinking the horchata flavor, but you got to enjoy flavors like cucumber lime, hibiscus, and they even have mocktails now. Say hello to Paloma and Strawberry Margarita. Filled with electrolytes and vitamins that support hydration and boost immunity with less sugar. I'm talking only one gram of sugar per stick. 
This is exactly what you need to get your Sunday fun day going, regardless of what the rest of the day entails. And here's the best part. They're sharing the love with all of my listeners. Enjoy 10% off your first purchase with the code SOFIA10 at checkout. That's S-O-F-I-A and the number 10 at Taysalude.com. Cheers to health this spring break season with Taysalude. COVID just kind of like messed, like messed it all up. There was nothing to do in COVID. I turned 21 in COVID. So I was like, there's nothing to do but sit in my friend's backyard, socially distanced and, you know, just drink and that's it. COVID, the, I would just drink alone because that's what you would do. Mm -hmm. There was nothing else to do. COVID was a definitely a dark time. I think I was like under the influence of something for 85% of COVID. I think we honestly me too i think we all were at that point like <laughs> okay. how else were you gonna get through it right that makes me feel a lot better so mean girls okay you got the part from dancing mm-hmm. how did that like how did you decide to try out or like how did that role happen so i posted when i came back from LA, I posted uh, Lady Gaga Bad Romance dance video. And it's because just naturally being in dance for so many years, the reason I got into dance was because of people like celebrity, like Lady Gaga, Beyonce, like all these like giants. And I would just copy their music videos. So I knew it like the back of my hand. Like I was one of those kids because I wasn't allowed to go outside. So I was oh. I was just very much in oh, my house. No wonder you fucking post on the internet. And yeah, like, I was I was a little girl outside. that was like my parents like you're not going to the park with your friends. That's not happening with you. But you can watch music videos and go on the internet. That's about it, which is probably worse. But is that a but... Spanish mom thing? Yeah, because my mom was strict as fuck too, and like mm-hmm. I couldn't do anything my friends were doing in high school. Absolutely not. I was not allowed to do that. That thing. But again. It ended up working out, but because I learned all these different music videos, like Beautiful <laughs> Liar, like know it, like like I know it by heart. Like, so I just, I don't know. One day I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it for TikTok. I think it's funny. I also don't, I also love to dance so much, but I knew that at a point my audience wanted the story times, they wanted the story times, but I was like, you know what, girls, I'm going to show you what else we got in the vault. And this is one of those things. And I just put it up there, put my big boots on and did the Bad Romance dance video and it went super viral. I saw it, it has like 19 million likes or views or something crazy. Like 19 million views. And it's not even like the one that went super crazy, but for it to be dance and something that I'm not telling the story was like absolutely crazy. So that went nuts and Lady Gaga commented on it and it went Mm. crazy. And then Kyle Hanagami commented underneath it which that one to me like blew my mind just because growing up in dance, like you have these huge like icons that, within that the was dance like your industry. Idol. Yeah, and like I him out of like a whole bunch of other people, like Galen Hooks, like all of these people that, you know, I've always, I like, I took his class when I was years ago, years ago, years ago. So when I finally saw him comment on, on it, I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. I looked at his thing and he followed me and I was like, <sighs> oh my god like this is a full circle moment and he was like this is fire like this is amazing and i was like this is crazy to get recognized for something outside of just like the stories or my personality something that i was actually trained to do yeah by people that i've paid money to pay like take class from like so it's crazy and a couple months after that he reached out to me over dms on tiktok and was like hey 
I'm working on this project. Um, I'm considering you for it. Let me know if you're available. Um, it, you'll have to shoot it off like remotely, obviously like at home, um, but let me know. And I was you're like, like absolutely. I'm, you're like, I'm outside your house right, right. now. And I was like, where do you want me? I was like, I'll take the car now, the Uber <laughs> helicopter there. I'll do whatever I need to do. It's totally fine. So that was a huge like full circle moment for me to be like, I, you were somebody that I was hoping you would just pick me out in class. Mm -hmm. And now you're even considering me and know who I am, a which is crazy. Full circle moment. Yeah. And got that opportunity and we went through it. That took so long to do. But to what? To film? Just to film it because they wanted it to be, I mean, I can't like say too much about yeah. it, but um, I had to film it remotely. Okay. And it was super fun because obviously I love the Mean Girls like original movie, mm -hmm. but to be even considered, and I don't know, I haven't seen it yet, so I really, I come talking about it right now, I'll be in it for like a <laughs> second like, and a I half. like, I killed it. Like, and I killed it, and I <laughs> ate down, like, it's fine, <laughs> Tina Fey's my girl, but um, yeah, I don't know how much I'm in it, and even if I'm in it for like one second, the whole opportunity of it, of Kyle reaching out to me, of even being considered to be in it, is amazing, um, is amazing. and it blew my mind and it's something that like it doesn't go lost on me that i'm like this is crazy by making just a video that i've been doing for 10 years it yeah. changed the trajectory of my life and just one video the fact that lady gaga commented i did an interview a couple weeks ago and they asked me like who my top three dream guests would be and lady gaga was one of them because i mean she's the icon the That's icon mother monster like do you know the choreography to telephone yeah absolutely that was beyonce can you teach and me after i can 110 percent teach you after that every song. single one i oh my god a like you just the whole artistry behind beyonce and lady gaga in one music video i was that's like embedded in my head for the rest of my life. That I think that is my favorite music video of all time. Oh yeah. It's so fucking good. So you were posting both like dance videos and then videos where you would literally just take to the internet and like mm -hmm. talk about, just tell a story or how you were feeling. Mm -hmm. What was like the worst job? Cause I've worked so many different mm -hmm. fucking jobs too. What was like the worst job you had? I'm trying to think of the worst one I had. And the worst job I had, honestly, anything that had to do with me waking up early <laughs> killed me. But I would probably... Just working in the service industry yeah. is like, I was a waitress, I was a lead hostess, I was okay, a person. I worked at a grocery store and was okay. like the cashier. I think that was the worst. I was gonna say that one seems pretty boring. That one was really fucking boring. I think probably the most boring one definitely was a daycare. I worked as, I took charge of like 12 two-year-olds oh, at 16 no. years old. Yeah, no. I can potty train a two-year-old in two weeks. Like That's easy, crazy. easy. But like that Did was probably just, the like, most put boring. put them in a playpen and be like. No, I had to literally actively like play with them, teach them like, mm -mm. like I was Miss Emily, like teach them about themselves because they spent like 12 hours at the daycare. Right. And I would go after school um, right before dance and just be potty training them like in and out being like all right time to go let's go like lucia you know you have to do this right now girl like you know this is your time to shine like you're gonna do it and we can listen to frozen right after okay two years old is mm -hmm. crazy uh, i crazy my very first job was at this place called sweet and sassy in utah <laughs> where i would do like middle girls like young girls would throw birthday parties there mm -hmm. and i would like do their makeup and hair and i had no idea how to do it that was actually like kind of fun but like little girls can be really mean oh, but yeah. it was fun at least two-year-olds they can't really talk yeah back they can't to exactly you. they can't they'll hit you though 
they'll oh, they'll hit you did they'll... you hit him back no 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 no. oh my god i would get like the police no, would be I'm at this door fucking with no you imagine but like, absolutely i punched him straight yeah. in their face you're like, not gonna disrespect they... me i don't care what age you are yeah. <laughs> they had to learn no they'll fight between each other though and i have to breaking up a two-year-old fight is probably the funniest thing ever that like i can only swings. imagine it was nuts it was nuts um so you are spanish mm-hmm I have a question for you. This okay. is completely off topic. It's just okay. like something I've been noticing and I was talking about it last night, literally. I feel like there's this thing happening and maybe it's always been there. Dudes are super into like dating a Hispanic girl. You know what? That's so funny you and bring like that up. And like fetishizing, it's, right? I'm not, ooh, you're getting me hot right now because <laughs> I literally the other day was two weeks ago, hanging out with my friends. And it was like these new people that were there. And the comment that I got the most, and I was with my best friend, Nicole, and we're both Latina. And they're like, oh, dude, like, because she's Latina, she's so fiery, like, she's spicy. Like, that's why she's saying that, like, oh, no, nah, dude, yo, I've messed with so many Latina chicks. She just like that, like, yeah. She has a temper. Yeah, she's, she's so, like, she's fiery, she's spicy. Like, I am not, girl, I am not a spice. Like, I'm, first of all, because I, I guess I'm outspoken, mm-hmm. that doesn't go with each other because I, I it just doesn't make sense to me it's so whenever I tell people I'm Latina and they're like oh where are you from and then I tell them I'm Colombian then it's like this idea starts building in their right. head and they're yeah. like oh my god one I'm probably a cohort two she, I'm a <laughs> prostitute like I'm like no that's fine but I always get the like oh so fiery because you're Latina right and I'm spicy like, fiery Badass usually mm-hmm. is like that's yeah. I didn't fall into that category. I'm unfortunately the third one. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm, we ain't got much working back here, but you know we'll fall into the other categories. <laughs> but we're gonna go to BBL and we're then gonna be 100%. Right, once I hit up Dr. Miami, then mm-hmm. maybe I'll be in that category. I've just been noticing and like dudes that even I'm like really good friends with who are in the industry have been saying like they will make it a point mm-hmm. to point out that the girl they're dating was spanish yeah like Uh you know like as it's like a it's kind of like a trophy exactly and it's weird because it doesn't necessarily matter i mean it's just weird being on the receiving end of it I was just like, oh yeah, my girlfriend was Latina. And right. it's like, am I supposed to give you like, like the Nobel Peace Prize? Cool? Right, I don't know. I'm like, I don't I don't know either. I don't know what type of applause you want from this, but mm-hmm. like, I guess. And I hate when people are like, oh my God, if once you date a Latina, like you have to learn how to like keep up with her, like, you know, manage her because they could be so crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what is this like narrative? And I don't know where it came from. I think it came from Sofia Vergara and Modern Family. Probably. <laughs> Probably. I mean, I'm honest, I've been watching Modern Family with my boyfriend the whole thing. Right. And I'm like, they have, she was so typecasted into this like Colombian, yes. like very. They, Which, can, it was a great role. Yeah, she did, and that she show killed was amazing. It. But like it was very like the typecast, very stereotypical. Like that's how I think when dudes are like, "Yeah, like I'm dating this girl. Um, she is from Argentina, or like she's mm-hmm. Colombian, or she's like from Brazil." I think that in their brains, yeah. they are thinking of like the Sofia Vergara thing. I think that's also just the way the show was set up. They kind of it was like a take on society because that's how people view yes, yes. when you hear latina that's the first thing that pops up into your head which is crazy because it's like they come i've not everybody is like fiery like screaming kicking boyfriends in the chest like there's (laughs) some people that are just a little bit more timid yeah and also latino but yes
excited about this one, guys. I'm getting in my grown woman bag. I'm entering my wifey era at full speed and no one can stop me because I've been investing in myself and in my kitchen. I used to buy the absolute cheapest cookware I could possibly find and mm -mm, mm -mm, not the move. The move is high quality, thoughtfully designed, non-toxic, and incredibly cute cookware from, drumroll please, Great Jones. You are welcome. Great Jones cookware is so stunning. You will actually want to cook. It's like getting a new super cute slash hot workout set. You'll be at the gym later that day. No question. My Dutch baby from Great Jones, aka the cutest baby pink Dutch oven in the color taffy, I keep that shit on display. That is when I'm not using it. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to nonstick pans, Great Jones has it all. I got my first skillet, you guys. Like, fuck an engagement ring. I can't wait to actually make all the recipes I have saved but never touched because I was ill-equipped. But now, I'll let y'all know when Sleutsgiving dinner is because I am prepared. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old, rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SOFIA. That's greatjones.com, promo code SOFIA. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. yourself as Latina or Spanish and do you give a fuck because I like when I first started to be enough I would mm -hmm. use those things interchangeably my mom was born and raised in Argentina my dad born and raised and still lives in Spain okay I'm first generation and I would like use those interchangeably and people would be like it's Latin X and would freak out I'm not gonna refer to myself as Latinx I don't yeah. care if that's a politically correct thing to do I'm just not doing it I just I think when I'm back home well when I go back to Colombia I use it to that standard because my first language is Spanish mm -hmm. so how they speak is how I speak yeah so when I say oh yo soy hispana that's like I'm Hispanic I'm Latino I'm Spanish like to me it's all the same yeah but I know that people have their own like they'll stand on their territory on it which is fine but yeah. I'm, I prefer, to, I prefer to prefer, can't even speak, prefer. I told you, I, I told you, girl, the Spanish grammar's not there. Spanish is the there. first language. Yeah, I'm now I'm thinking, um, 
But I literally, anytime my mom says anything, I throw out the Spanish, which Spanish was my first language and now I've completely lost it. Which is my mom's fault. You don't speak it at all? I will, I understand everything, but my mom would speak to me in Spanish. I would respond Mm. in English. So it's her fault. Yeah, blame her. her. Blame her. I mean, I think she knows. She knows. She knows what she did. Uh, Yeah, no, I... I'm not like once if you hear me speak Spanish, you can very much tell I'm from America. But if actually that's weird because when I'm here and I speak Spanish, they're like, "Oh, you're from Colombia." When I'm in Colombia, they're like, "Girl, you are gringa puro puro." Like it's all relative. Like I am born in the USA in Uh Colombia, like holding on to the flag. Just anytime (laughs) I say something, that's how they view me. They see me like a bald eagle over there. Utah is growing Um, up in Utah. The whitest, that's whitest crazy. people on the planet, like that state is extremely white. Mm-hmm. And I'm white too, which this is a whole different conversation. But in high school, I was like one of maybe five Latina or Latino people in my entire school. So it was like there, I'm the most Spanish person they've ever seen. Did they call you a chonga? Because that's what they called me. They, that's no. I was known as like a, the chonga girls, me and my friends. I was like, that's not correct, but okay. No, no one ever called me that to my face. Oh, okay. Maybe behind my back. Maybe. Maybe. Because that's, I can only imagine. Because I think where I grew up was at that point a lot of white, but there was like hispanics there but it wasn't as much as it is now yeah so i can't imagine being like one of five people in your entire school one of five and then when i moved to new york Mm -hmm. i'm seen as like the whitest bitch ever yeah you know so it's like it is kind of relative to where you are but it's funny how people like type it's funny how we are supposed to use latin x to describe it because that like does not roll off the tongue. It Latin doesn't, yeah. X. It doesn't come off again when I when I speak to like my grandma or anything, and I refer to myself or my friends. I can't use that. I can't it's, use it's that verbiage with her just because she's gonna be like, I don't know what that is, and I'm like, all right, but well, I mean, again, it's a different different way of living over here than it is over there. Yes. which I think it's like that's why I always think of of like when people are like, what should you say? I'm like, well, I'm gonna say what my native tongue mm-hmm. requires and right. if i'm in Colombia and i say that they're gonna look at me like i have five heads five <laughs> heads with the bald eagle like i'm just i i don't i feel that do you I, go to Colombia a lot yeah i go like twice a year oh amazing mm-hmm. and yeah, i was just there for mother's for? day um usually like a week two weeks it depends on what i'm doing i think one of the times i went i stayed for like three weeks because i did a road trip through all of Colombia. Um, yeah so we did that and then I went for Mother's Day to go visit my grandma with my mom and visiting like different parts because where I'm from is very much mountains so there's not too much of a city there Mm -hmm. so when I went do you get bored oh my god yeah holy crap dude it's like it it's such a culture shock to be out there and like you get to realize like we're complaining about all this other stuff over here, and there's a cow in the middle of the street right, right now. And I'm like, all right, I drank goat milk. I milk. I go. I what? What was that thing called? The um, udder. The udder. I, whatever. I'll go. I milked the goat. <laughs> drank goat milk, and I was. And first of all, I'm lactose, so I don't know if that even was allowed. Like, but that hurt my stomach so bad. Did it taste good or did it taste no? Crazy? It tasted crazy. It tasted warm. I was like, mm. also just, just the pace of life is so much yeah. slower. Or maybe everything is like that compared to New York. But like, even when I go home to Utah, which I'm not going to fucking compare Utah to South America and the pace of life there. But even going home to Utah, I'll 
order a sandwich and it will be like two and a half minutes have gone by and I'll be like, this is taking yeah. so long. It's not. No, it's it's ridiculous. And I, I don't know, maybe it is just New York, but I'll be sitting there and I'm like, all right, like guys, it's been 45 minutes. <laughs> like I it's do. been 45 minutes. Like we're on to the next, like this is too much. And like, just life is a little bit slower. I'm like, but then that's how life passes you. And I'm like, we need to get as much going on now. Cause what, we don't know what's gonna happen. Like, it's I don't know. It's just like frantic natural. energy mm-hmm. in New York. It is, but I think that's where I thrive. Me too. I feel like that's, I've tried LA, I've tried different, I mean, and Florida is like, that's the twilight zone. So that's completely different. <laughs> but like, there's something about just New York where it's like, just go, 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 go. And then once you get that moment of relief is when you did it all and that's it. And people will say like, don't you get anxious living in New York because it is so fast paced and so crazy. And I thrive in that kind of environment, too, Mm -hmm. because if it's too calm and too relaxed, then I have way too much time on my hands to start thinking. And when I start thinking, only bad things happen. No, a hundred. It's like because there's so much happening around you, it's so much easier to shut your brain off and just do the things that you know that will benefit you the most. Yes. If I have time to just sit down and Mm -mm. be with my thoughts, I'm going to go crazy. I can't no it's a dark room up there like I, i'm just like i don't want to sit in there like i'll say hello every once in a while but like let's keep it moving because right. then i feel i just don't feel productive i don't feel like i'm doing anything i won't feel productive but i also love how every single therapist in the whole world is like you need to learn to love yourself and be able to just sit with yourself and i'm mm. like i don't think that's for me yeah like, you know i, I think <laughs> i don't that's want to. so great for some people but for me mm-hmm. i'm not i just no no, no. i mean no. i can't no. i journal i'll journal it it's fine move on <laughs> That's it. That's my moment for me. That, do you that's still it. journal? Yeah, I still, yeah. Okay. Do you think it's like helped you with your mental health? I don't think it has anything to do with it, honestly. Like I, I love that. I don't I know that people are like, it's so and it might work for some people, but for me personally, I do it purely for a cheese like for the gossip. So I can look back on it <laughs> and just like whenever it's a slow day, be like, I am so crazy. Like that's <laughs> like that's literally it. I just look at to look back on my life and cause I forget so much that it's more so for a memory thing of just remembering of like i completely forgot when i knew that person or if somebody were to be like oh you did i know i never said that i wrote it in my journal do you have like journal entries where you will keep score like this bitch said this this and this to me and i don't want to forget and i want to be able to like refer back to this if i need to i have receipts i have (sighs) old notes i have notes from high school if people ever were to be like that never happened here's a note that you wrote me like i'm not you I, could sell that journal for a lot of money oh for i have for multiple so much there's like money. four or five of them because you go you just go through them and i'm like this this is my these are my receipts that's why i'm like i don't know maybe if i'm I doing journaling like incorrectly and i'm using it for like harm as <laughs> opposed hate. to like for hate but like no i don't know i write down everything like goal list all of it like everything is in there you can literally look through my life and I just get- do that journal I get really scared that someone's gonna find it. Find it? Oh my god! Do you hide it? I do hide it. Um, just because <laughs> I'm like, I there's some journal entries. I'm like, girl, <laughs> what what did you think you were doing here? Um, but yeah, I hide it. And also, I, I where I have it, it's like in a safe. And I'm like, you can't, mm-hmm. you can't. I was about to say, and my password is, not imagine, but. but <laughs> 
<laughs> but also people can hack your phone so like maybe me writing shit in my notes app is actually the scary thing to do yeah because sometimes when i don't have my journal around me i'll write notes of like specific moments so i have notes that go same years and, and i get scared that someone's gonna hack my shit or if i lose my phone and someone goes through it and they're like oh on december 10th at 4 37 p.m <laughs> she said and like because that's how i journal everything because right. again i want to remember specific times of my life because i feel so like it's important write the time too mm -hmm. your time the date everything that's kind of genius though yeah you're that... gonna be able to like look back on it with your kids they're gonna be like why the why were you, were you in journal at 3 30 a.m and why were you like and i'm drunk and i'm like guys yeah. today was lit like you're like we're gonna we're gonna skip that nope, one this pages we just go through um this is gonna be a hard pivot but this is something i've been wanting to talk about guys that get plastic surgery I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I, the one came up yeah, automatically. Same, and I was same. like, was it the one we were talking about before we recorded? Yeah. Okay. What are your thoughts? What are your feelings? I hate it, but I want you to take it away. It doesn't unless I get a nose job. I like I get a nose job. Maybe like if you're not happy with your nose, that's fine. Okay. But like once you're doing surgeries <laughs> on like getting abs. The abs, the fact that people. That's scary. Yeah. I just. I don't know, maybe it's like not fair of me. I just, I want my dude to not even know what's mm -hmm. hot and what's not. Yeah. That's sexy to me, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, where he's just like so not into it. And he, he just gets some like know. a forest king where it's like, I don't know, I just, I'm just living life. That's honestly what I like. I just think for like a dude to do that, it just, it rubs me the wrong way. And maybe I need to like get with the times in 2023, but mm. I'm just not a fan. I mean, again, I get like, if you want to get a nose job, that's fine. Like, yeah, everyone, you do everybody. you. You do you, get I your like nose I job. I fucking hate Go it, but off. like, do But if, thing. again, if you're getting like abs placed in, I'm going to be like, I think there's a deeper problem we have to talk about yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. Like, but again, or maybe if you want to get a BBL, get a BBL. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Like, make that juice move. I don't know. So <laughs> the BBL, I think I've told this story. My mom almost died in the middle of getting a BBL. So I'm like pretty against mm -hmm. those because they're like dangerous as shit they're they're one of the most dangerous like surgeries i'm also like a little scared of getting plastic because i think i had we had a similar experience to somebody in our family passed away from mm. getting plastic surgery so for me i'm always just like so scared of it that i'm yeah. like if you want to do it that's completely up to you just understand the risk yeah. like i totally support it if you are not a guy that i'm dating that okay and you know what that's <laughs> and that's up to you but i always support a little scoot scoot because i'm i want for another we're all gonna okay. get we're gonna get there we're gonna get to scoot scoot poo poo and that's fine <laughs> by the way if you can't see her she is making a oh, hand yeah. gesture <laughs> to my forehead and to my cheekbones because if we get there at one point time Bo comes it comes botox and, and filler i'm a hundred percent on board mm -hmm. with and that will happen i just i don't want my dude i just don't want my dude doing it you don't want him to get a bbl I just don't like pretty boys. That's what oh, I don't okay. like. And I don't like if a dude posts a picture, like a selfie with a shirt off, like showing mm. off their abs. So do you like like Instagram? Uh, like how would you feel like Absol content creator boyfriend? Absolutely fucking not. Okay. Ever. I agree. I agree. Never. I just never. think it's a little cringy where they're like, yeah. And I'm like, oh my no. God, I'm scared. No. I'm like, ah! I'm literally like, okay, I can't get into that. I there, can't get into that. I can't either, which I don't know. Maybe I need to get with the times, but. Maybe, honestly, or maybe not. I don't know. Different strokes for different folks. Yeah, actually, like, I don't think I need to. Think How you got that? it. How about that? Okay, Emily, this was 
I wasn't even planning on talking about that. Okay. And then it just hit my brain. I'm like, we need to. You are so funny. Your TikTok is amazing. Emily with an E. Where else can they find you? Uh, you can find me on YouTube. I'm Moreno. That's Debatable Podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Emily Moreno. And, uh, and maybe in the Mean Girls. I don't know. <laughs> we don't know yet. We, we don't, don't know, know yet. yet. But we do. But we do. But we don't. But we do. <laughs> but we, we, we will. We will. We yeah. will. And even if she's not in it, we're going to lie and say like you were. But. 110%. I'll, <laughs> I'll edit it in there. I know how to use Final Cut Pro. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and you guys know where to find me, Sophia the Nut Franklin with the Y. Talk to you next week, Sleuths. Bye. Bye.